Tasha Layton, How Far, here on Good Company. I'm Holly Taylor, now for some Good Company, because Care Baldwin is joining me today. Care, how are you doing? I love being in company with you. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's always nice to be able to have friends that you actually work with as well. So that's a beautiful gift. And I feel like we should be like spending a little bit more time together and having you know mm-hmm. like a like a like a praline latte <gasps> or a, you know a candy yes. cane hot chocolate or something. Yes, but life is tough when you have littles running around. And it's also tough when it's Christmas and there's so <laughs> much Christmas. to do. Yes, but Christmas is that perfect opportunity to take those moments just to pause and care. Uh, we were talking about today being um, the last weekday of Advent, talking about hope. And Focus on the Family has a really great uh, breakdown day by day. And today is all about gifts and gift giving. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to talk with you about that as your kids are still little and I know that you guys have probably some really sweet traditions that you are starting to incorporate with your children about gift giving. Yes. Um, do you have any? Gift giving. I mean, so I know in the summer, uh, I got my son involved in picking and tying up rhubarb to deliver to oh. our neighbors. And he loved it. And we're when we meet neighbors now, we're like, hey, that's the one that you gave rhubarb to. And it ties it all together. Yeah. And so we're going to be doing that with Christmas cookies again this year so it's very small you know it's not a huge gift but I think that's just one way to be like let's think of others while we do this regular tradition and he's still so young so this is even though I made cookies last year and the year before since he was born now it's the year he's finally starting to really grasp some of these ideas so I think we'll just start there we'll start small and uh yeah and we'll ease him into just being able to think of others and how we can gift others in a way this Christmas. What a wonderful idea. I actually have guilt right now. (laughs) Oh, no, no. (laughs) Because I make cookies and we just eat them. That's kind of as far as my baking goes. And maybe it's because when it comes to baking, I'm not the most confident. I wouldn't Mm. say that my skills are super awesome. So maybe that's part of it, too. I just don't want to give a gift that my friends are just going to judge me for my bad baking. (laughs) To make you know you're not alone. I was visiting with a friend the other day and she pulled out the three different types of cookies that she just baked the night before. Yeah. And she was saying the same thing. Oh, we're going to make packets and we're going to give them to our neighbors. And she pulled out one of them and I'm looking at them going, I don't think those are cooked. Like, that's, that's like, I'm not trying to be rude. And she's like, I know, I know. They didn't turn out. I'll just pick out the good ones. And there's like eight good ones in like oh, three dozen no. cookies. So anyways, I was like, you know, you, you just eat those ones. The ones that didn't turn out, you keep for your family and the really pretty ones you give away. Exactly. So it's nice to know I'm not alone on this exactly. uh, less than <laughs> ability to bake things. But that's such a really practical way of, you know, helping our children grasp what it means to take time and to give. And I feel like, um, you know, I've talked about kindness being contagious on the show before, but it's almost like it's like a generational thing too, like it's passed down. Oh, absolutely. It's something that we have to practice ourselves and our kids are going to see it and then we can teach it with our kids. And I remember hearing Andy Stanley, you know, pastor, speaker, Mm -hmm. uh, Andy Stanley saying that generosity has to start now. It can't be when you have tons of money and you feel like, oh, I have so much to give. Like we are already blessed to be a blessing. So don't wait till you have an abundance to be generous. It actually should be a heart thing that starts right away. And I do think that our kids see that. 
Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a financial thing either. Sometimes oh, we think yeah. a gift has to be purchased. No. Uh, it can be made. It could be your time. Um, it could be literally anything that you are giving somebody. Yeah. Well, it's funny because this year I'm seeing a lot of articles and blogs and topics about how to shop and give gifts on a budget because we're all feeling the impact, obviously, about our economy right now. And so one of the things is experiences, like people want experiences. And that could be something so simple, like uh, my friend actually just received a gift for her four-year-old and it was a box of Betty Crocker cake mix and like a cute spatula. Oh, that's adorable. And it was like so inexpensive, but there you just got your friend's four-year-old daughter baking on her own and it's an experience and another thing I'm seeing a lot of is there's this like the stigma is starting to go away with secondhand gifts mm. now, I, I don't know I have very mixed opinions on this personally <laughs> so I don't want to talk about it uh, but at the same time like it's becoming more and more acceptable to get pre-owned gifts for people so I think, like you said before, it doesn't have to be expensive. And really, the thought really is what counts. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm curious. Uh, for you, have you gotten a gift as of late? Have I been given a gift? Yeah. Well, I guess on the topic of it's the thought that counts and it doesn't have to be expensive. Uh, recently, I mean, I don't know this. I don't know if you call this a gift, but recently I got in some car trouble. And I was, first of all, so thankful for the guy driving behind me because he pulled me over. I thought something might have been wrong with my car. He pulled me over. Sure enough, I had a flat and he stayed to try to help it. And unfortunately, we couldn't get the the lock nut off. So I had to call a friend. And it's not a friend I often call upon, but I knew he lived close by and he had a lot of tools. He was a kind of a <laughs> country farmer type handy guy. Yeah. And sure enough, he says, wait there. And he showed up. He dropped everything and he showed up with his tools and he just spent so much time helping me resolve the situation. And his first thing that he did when he got out of the car too is he said, breathe, it's fine. And I was like, I just don't want, I don't like inconveniencing people. And I was getting all worked up about how, you know, my mom was watching the kids and now she's late for what she has to do. And now he, ha- you know, yeah. all these people I'm inconveniencing. He's like, just breathe. It's fine. We're, we're going to make it work. And he stayed with me. There's a longer part to the story, but eventually, eventually it was like four hours before I oh, got wow. home after all this. Yeah, it was a big ordeal, but we won't get into that. Uh, but still, <laughs> he just he just dropped everything to do that. So that's a real gift to me. I mean, that's the gift of friendship and the gift of his time. So that's that meant a lot. Yeah, that's amazing. And and that's, I think, part of the, the season that we can overlook due to some of the commercial parts of it. Mm. You know, you think you have to go shopping. You think you have to you know, get the best deal or the best you know, present, but yet sometimes the best gifts that we can give people are ones without a price tag attached to them. Mm, Beautifully said. And I'm sure since this week we're focusing in on hope, Mm -hmm. uh, did it make you feel more hopeful when your friend took that time to be with you? I mean, don't we all just love seeing the best of people and just, yeah, I think, so yes, of course. But I'm also reminded when you think about hope, I mean, Advent really is the reason that we hope, yeah. right? I mean, we're anticipating, we're looking ahead at celebrating the birth of Jesus, but also his coming again. And so really we don't have hope without Christmas. We don't have hope without Jesus and Advent. So um, yeah, I love this time of year. And I think that hope is such an important thing. And definitely I see that all around me. And it's important that we reflect on the Bible and what God says so that we can really remember the reason for the season. And like you said, not get up and caught up on all the commercialism of it, but actually take this time to be selfless because that's what God did. He so selflessly gave us his son and that's the best gift we could have ever asked for. 
absolutely care. I could not have said it better myself, and that's why we're friends. Hey. <laughs> then you can do some of the work too, and I don't have to do it all. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kara, thank you so much for being a part of Good Company. You are a gift to me. You are a gift to our listeners. Awesome. It's been a wonderful year, and this will be our last one for 2022. So I guess I could say I will see you next year. Well, Merry Christmas to you and to the Good Company audience.